Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you today. How do you evaluate your circumstances? How do you evaluate what you're going through? Is it God? Is it not God? Is it good? Is it bad? How on earth are you going to find the faithfulness of God in the middle of the difficult seasons? That's what we're going to talk about today as we dive in. I'm going to share a few personal things. We're going to dive into the word of God. We're going to grow together, learn together, mature, because God has a call on your life and he wants you to walk in freedom. He has a call on my life and he wants me to walk in freedom. Before we do that, I just want to welcome everyone. My name is Ruth Hendrickson. I run RHM International and would love to invite you just to explore the website, look at all the information, the resources we have on there for you. Our heartbeat is to see the body of Christ healed up, raised up, walking in the fullness of who God's called us to be. And so again, it is ruthhendrickson.org. Feel free to visit that website. And two very important things. Number one, you can sign up for the email list there if you would like. It is also the place where you can connect with the International Mashaw team, which is our emotional healing and deliverance team. If you need to get some ministry yourself, you need some help walking into becoming the person God's called you to be. That's where you can find out all that information and get connected for ministry. So again, it's ruthhendrickson.org. All right. Evaluating circumstances, something that we have to do. If you're anything like me, sometimes I think I do a pretty good job at it. And other times I think I do a horrible job at it. How can you relate to that? You see, I, I do find that they're easier when I'm looking at these situations and I see the hand of God. I, I can pretty easily come up with, oh, this is good. This is God. This is amazing. Yay, God. Everything feels wonderful. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Everything's good. And then there's the times when they're really, really hard. And I'm trying to figure out where they came from. Is it demonic? Do I need to, you know, what stance do I take? Um, Is it something that happened in the natural? How do I keep my focus on the Lord? Where is the hand of God? And so, there's been seasons of my life, you know, you know, where I just end up shrugging my shoulders because I, I can't like in that moment, I can't necessarily see God, but he says he's faithful. So I have to stand on his word. And so basically I have to make a decision on where I'm going to stand no matter what. And when I share about this, I usually go back to 2014. Needless to say, it is not the only difficult season that we've had in our lives, but it was a bugger. I mean, we we really, when we would talk about 2014, we kind of dubbed it the year from hell for our family for a little bit. You see, we had a number of situations just pile on top of each other within our family. And we didn't see some family members healed who had terminal medical conditions. And And rather than having years with them, as hard as we prayed and we contended for them and others were, um, we had to say goodbye as they passed from this life into the arms of Jesus. And of course, that leaves pain and questions and a hole in our hearts. In the middle of all that with those family members, there's something that traumatic that happened that involved one of our children. And that rocked the entire family as all their hopes and dreams and their future just disintegrated in a moment. They had to totally redefine themselves but and and find a new path but in that moment of devastation it it was horrible it was painful you know and when you're watching a child you're like you know how are they going to land what are they going to do how you know 
and, and as parents, you can only do so much. We, so we had all the swirling around our family. And, uh, and so with everyone, every one of these situations, there was absolutely nothing in the natural that we could do. We couldn't change the outcome. We didn't have any control over that. Um, it was a very painful walk, a very painful uh, season. And yeah, we had to keep going. You know, when when it feels like all hell is breaking loose against you, what's the best thing you can do? You keep standing and you keep walking because God is there. He sees he is our strength. And we had to, that had to be our focus. That had to be our stance. You see, because the only thing we really did have control over in that season is how we were going to evaluate it, how we were going to walk it, the decisions we were going to make in those moments of pain. You see, in hindsight, I could see how the moment by moment decisions that we made were more important than we realized in the moment. In that moment, we were just trying to breathe. In that moment, we were just trying to keep our heads above water. Can you relate? I remember one evening just going out for a walk and crying. You see, sometimes when life gets overwhelming, there, you know, there's nothing wrong with some questions, anger, even some tears. However, the challenge is to make sure that we don't possess that land, okay, in that we don't embrace the, um, the, the pain and the heartache that's in that moment. Um, maybe... Maybe a better way to say that, because I, you know, we do have to work through the pain. We have to work through the trauma. Maybe the better way to say that is that we we possess or we process right there, but we make sure that our focus is on the right one. Okay, even in the midst of that pain, you see, we don't want to camp there. Would be the better way to say it. We don't we don't want to set up a permanent dwelling there. We journey through. We keep walking. This all struck me as I looked at a portion of Acts 4 today. We're back to good old Peter and John, and we're going to, um, Acts 4, we're going to pick up in verse 23. And it says, as soon as they were freed, Peter and John returned to the other believers and told them what the leading priests and elders had said. When they heard the report, all the believers lifted their voices together in prayer to God. O sovereign Lord, creator of the heaven and the earth, the sea and everything in them, you spoke long ago. By the Holy Spirit, through our ancestor David, your servant, saying, Why were the nations so angry? Why did they waste their time with futile plans? The kings of the earth prepared for battle. The rulers gathered together against the Lord and against his Messiah. Verse 27, in fact, this has happened here in this very city. For Herod Antipas, Pontius Pilate, the governor, the Gentiles, and the people of Israel, we're all united against Jesus, your holy servant, whom you anointed. But everything they did was determined beforehand according to your will. And now, O oh Lord, hear their threats and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After this prayer, the meeting place shook. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and they preached the word of God with boldness. See, Peter and John had a rough day. They'd done something good, honestly, that brought all this chaos and confusion. They had healed a man in the name of Jesus. And because of healing the man in the name of Jesus, because of doing something good for somebody else, they found themselves threatened. They took it, they had taken a stand and they'd let the powers that be know that they had to obey God. 
and not man. They took a stand for healing. They took a stand for righteousness. They took a stand for kingdom. And because of that, there was all this uproar. So it goes on and it says, you know, as soon as they were freed. Okay, as soon as they were freed, where did they go? They returned to the believers. You see, we need to understand that we're not created to walk this journey alone, but we go out and we return to the body. We go out to the world. We return to the body. We go out. We're to be salt and light to the world. We're to flavor the world. We're to bring the healing. Even in the midst of oppression, even in the midst of accusations, even in the midst of unbelief, even in the midst of legal action, we bring the truth from the word of God. They had made a statement that they would obey God and not man. So it didn't matter what the religious leaders of the day were telling them. It didn't matter what they were being threatened with. They knew whom they were. They knew their assignment and they knew what they were to do. This is the reason why knowing your identity, knowing who you are in the Lord is so important. Because when when it feels like everything's coming against you, You have to know who you belong to. Otherwise, you'll be scared into obeying man. You'll process the situation through an earthly level rather than looking up to God and saying, no matter what, even in my heartbreak, even in the hard times, even if legal stuff is coming against me, even if I'm being told to stay silent, even if I'm being ridiculed, I'm going to process this from a kingdom perspective, not from the earthly realm. Part of that is also being with other believers. You're not created to walk alone. One of the things I noticed in this passage is there was such unity among the believers. When they heard the report, all, just say all, all the believers lifted their voice in prayer. Question, who do you gather with who joins with you and you lift your voices in unison in prayer? You're not created to be a lone ranger. You're created to have that that group who speaks into your life, who who can pray with you, who encourage and builds each other up. The other thing that caught my eye is that they went straight to scripture. Okay. So, so when, you know, when, when Peter and John come back and they gather with the other believers, they go back to scripture. Can anyone relate to these questions today? Think about what's going on in the world around us. So often we think the Bible The word of God is just for back then. But you see, it's a living word. That means it's useful for every single generation. Every single generation. They go back and they were quoting David. Why are the nations so angry? Have you seen any anger in the nations recently? Why did they waste their time and their futile plans? You seen any nations, any rulers making futile plans? See, the kings of the earth battle, prepare for battle, and the rulers join together against the Lord. Right there. Right there. They knew they weren't alone. Because what was happening in their city had happened for David also. It wasn't the first rodeo for the kingdom of heaven. Definitely wasn't God's first rodeo. So how do we tend to pray? We tend to ask that persecution be taken 
from us, right? Yes, amen. I don't want the persecution, absolutely. But what caught me here is how did they pray? We go back into verse um, 29. And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us your servants great boldness in preaching your word. Stretch out your hand with healing power. Remember, they got into this whole predicament because they healed somebody. But right here, the believers are joining with them and saying, Lord, you stretch out your hand with healing power. May miraculous signs and wonders be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. In other words, more, Lord, more, Lord, even though we're facing persecution. We're crying out for more right now, Lord, that more signs and wonders would be done. You know. Do we need to be asking for boldness to preach the word of God rather than praying that all the persecution be taken from us? My comfort level is no persecution. But when I look at this, I'm convicted that whatever my circumstances are, whatever the season is, hard, easy, um, full of ridicule, you know, um, threats, that I actually, what I need to be praying for is boldness to preach the word. You see, costly obedience is worship at the highest level. This group of believers right here was determined not to let anyone keep them from preaching the word of God and healing. They wouldn't stop with the miraculous signs and wonders. In fact, they prayed for more. What was God's response? Well, he shakes the place. He shakes it. Okay. He, his, his power, his presence came down with such a weight that it actually shook the ground they were standing on. With that, he fills them with the Holy Spirit. The result is they preach the word of God with what? With boldness. What I'm getting at is they evaluated their situation and their circumstances, not in alignment with the world's view, not in alignment with the beating or the public shaming or the ridicule. This is really, really important. But they processed their circumstances from a heavenly perspective, from the word of God, from the calling of God, and therefore they positioned themselves accordingly. It, it really intrigues me. They didn't ask for that persecution to be removed, but rather they asked for boldness to walk it through. Whatever you're going through right now, it can be a personal battle like what I described we walked through in 2014. It could be a legal battle. It can be people trying to shame you. They're trying to get you to be embarrassed for your faith. It could be people saying that because they haven't seen somebody healed, that signs and wonders have ceased. Whatever's coming against you that does not align with the word of God, the decision you make in that moment makes a difference. Peter and John model right here that in the midst of the threats, in the midst of the pain, in the midst of the suffering, in the midst of the ridicule, in the midst of even being told that they were never to do this again, they were going to stand on the word of God. So they gathered with other believers. They prayed for boldness. God comes, shakes that very foundation. Sometimes when God, let me put it this way, not sometimes, when God comes and shakes our very foundation, when God's doing that shaking and we press into it, it will always result in a boldness that comes from the throne room of heaven. But in order to feel that ground shake, there are times when we have to go against the grain, 
We have to go even against what our own wishes and desires are. We have to align with the word of God, who he is, his faithfulness, his mandate, his promises, and who he has said you are. And that gets shaken and we find the courage, the boldness, the strength to keep walking and to have the impact that we were called to have. But the only way we can do that is when we evaluate each and every circumstance of our life, his way rather than the world's way. How are you going to evaluate the circumstances that you walk through, that you're going through right now, and the ones to come? Are you going to give the world the final say or God the final say? Oh, Lord, give us a boldness and a strength to give you the final say. We want to process your way, God. We want to process your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining me again today. It's just been an honor, a privilege, a delight that you hung with me to the end. Uh, thank you for joining me again. Please feel free to share this. Uh, check out the podcast, uh, Real Truth with Ruth. You can find us all, again on uh, Facebook. You can find us on YouTube. The website's ruthhendrickson.org. Join the family, get plugged in. Let's grow together. God has great, amazing, wonderful plans for you. Do not ever stop short of the fullness of who God's created you to be. You are here for such a time as this. He has plans and purposes for you and they are good. So step into them. Have a great day and be so blessed. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.